Hello, this is Meltem from Let's Learn Turkish. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks so much for some of you who have uh, kindly written me on uh, on Instagram. Becoming Spanish is my name there or write me emails. I really appreciate your feedback. I really appreciate knowing that you love Turkey or you're very interested in Turkish language. So this is just something that, I don't know, keeps me going. So uh, it just feels like exchanging voice recordings or messages or letters with friends that I know. So thanks for that. So in this brief session um, before um, anything else I wanted to introduce you very briefly um, conditionals what do I mean by that I find it very tricky in every language I speak it's like what a shoulda coulda like if you have done that things would have been better if you were to come you would have seen Um, why is it tricky? Because there is this first easy level where you say, if you come, you will see. I mean, there is that, um, the moment that we discuss this is now and there's this future possibility. It's quite likely that if this person comes to the office, let's say tomorrow, she will see. And then there is the other option where um, if she would have, Like if she were to come or something, I don't even know what exactly is the right way to translate it to make it so that it's exactly like in Turkish. And then you would see. So it's like, um, like there is this possibility of doing it, but it's highly unlikely. And then there is this other conditional where it's already in the past and there's no way of going back in time and doing it. And so people are referring to, you know, this didn't happen, but if it were to happen, it would have been different. So it's a very different connotation. I mean, I think the first bit is quite easy with the future possibilities, likelihood option, but the others are tough. But I would like to give a very easy um, case so that you will start to understand it. So where would I begin? Well, first of all, um, I will use the word gelmek. It means to come because I guess people use that a lot. No, if you come, if you would have come, like, uh, you know, it's quite common. So if I use the um, second person singular, like san, which you know, it's you, um, I would say gelir san, if you come. And this is the part where like gelmek, uh, gelirsen, like if you come, görürsün, görmek is to see, I'm saying it görürsün, like if you come, you, you, you'll see, the only difference is, like in English, it sounds more natural to me, if I use the present simple tense, and I use the future tense, but in Turkish, it's both present simple tense, present simple tense, gelirsen, görürsün, It's not like gelirsen göreceksin. That will be the direct translation, but it makes absolute no sense. Because even if you say görürsün, which is a simple tense, it's not referring to the general something that happens every time, all the time. It's referring to the future without mentioning the future per se. Um, how about uh, doing it for you plural, you know, like you all. So that would be geliseniz and that has to be either you um I keep saying is you um formal or you plural. Geliseniz görürsünüz. If you come, 
you will see there is a highly likely option like it's in people's hands to to come to see it no um and then we have gel seydin görürdün i'm now using once again you singular informal gel seydin that din already makes it so that it is in the past that person did not come and there's nothing in the world to change that gel seydin ama but gelmedin you did not come görürdün görürdün stays the same there's no difference between the conditional of the highly likely future option and conditional of unlikely option so gelseydin görürdün mm, if you were to come you would have seen it i guess that's how you would translate it but there is no option and there is this other um conditional and that's gelmiş olsaydın görürdün so what's the difference gelmiş olsaydın like um here there is an order both are in the past like görürdün you would have seen it but since this never happened there's no way of you seeing it um however the seeing is a consequence of having arrived having come to that place so wherever it is of course so gelmiş olsaydın if you were to come like literally like first like it is establishing an order first the action of coming and the second action is to see um so if you were to come you would have seen so that's something else like in the gelseydin görürdün it's more fluid the act of coming the act of seeing are fluid whereas in the third one gelmiş olsaydın görürdün is like first is whole thing act of coming and then when the act of coming ends then the seeing potentially begins even if it's a hypothesis even if it's something that will never occur let's give another experience um, example experience before we close okumak is to read okursan anlarsın anlamak is to understand if you read you'll understand But obviously, I repeat, a direct translation of Turkish into English would be, if you read, you understand. Like, it's not like you understand, you'll understand. There is not like a future thing. I don't even know if that's true. It's just like in English, I'm just saying it the way that sounds more natural to me. But so if you read, you'll understand. It's a situation where you have the book or you can go to the site. It's something that is highly likely that you will read. You can read at least. There's still the window of opportunities, you know. And then if you use you plural or you uh, formal, then you would say if okursanız, if you all read, anlarsınız. We're doing the vowel harmony as well. It's not like okursanız. Anlarsınız, no okursanız, because a is very strong, so a requires ı, okursanız. Pero, like, if we're talking about yerseniz, so yemek, yemek, to eat, e requires soft, so it requires i, yerseniz. Imagine how your mouth is like, your lips are moving, e, e, so it requires like e, i. Or a, uh, like I don't know. To me, <laughs> after 29 years of talking Turkish, somehow it makes sense. So okursanız anlarsınız. If you all read, you'll all understand. How about um, 
okusaydınız anlardınız. If somebody says like maybe it's like a mean teacher, okusaydınız she discovered that nobody did their homeworks and nobody read the text that was assigned. So she's just referring to a past possibility of uh, being able to read, which nobody realized. So it's like okusaydınız ama okumadınız, but you didn't read. Okusaydınız anlardınız. Or the third option that's likely is okumuş olsaydınız. If you were to read, you would have understood. Okumuş, gelmiş. Please recall that this is also a past tense of um, like a narrative past tense, not the past tense with okudum. That dum is the kind of tense that is past and you witnessed. It is accountable. Whereas okumuş, gelmiş, there is a level of doubt. We can maybe cover verbs once again. I have a previous episode on that, but we can cover that again because I just come to appreciate more and more the nuances you can draw with Turkish verbs without even adjectives or adverbs or whatever. So basically that's it for me for now. Uh, it's been very short and I hope it's a good interaction um, opportunity for you if you live in Turkey or if you like to read books or we, um, you know watch uh, soap operas. Feel free to contact me from Instagram. My Instagram is becoming Spanish or email me from M-E-L-T-E-M, Meltem, like my name, N-A-Z, my second name, Naz, at gmail.com. Bye-bye.